Wait a minute, I hear something. Hello there, everybody. It's that time again. It's time for another episode of Dr. Movie, where uh, movie reviews on wheels. What was some of the other ones? I'm trying to think of the ones that Court Psyops gave me. I'll have to look them up again. He had some snazzy ones. Well, were they? Movies, movies in motion, reviews? I don't know. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> Anyways, um... Hope you enjoyed the Demons episode. Figured I'd go ahead, and I haven't done this one officially on any of my solo shows. Now, we covered this, uh, Demons 1 and Demons 2, on uh, Helming, obviously. Uh, We did a uh, commentary on Mental Rental, which is Court PsyOps. Myself and Danny Bennett was with us on that one from Helming. So, uh, that was a lot of fun. But I kind of wanted to put this one in the Dr. Movie category because, you know, sometimes you want to be a completist. So we're talking about Demons 2, the follow-up to the iconic classic movie that I gushed over in the last episode. This one's from 1986, horror flick, obviously. And uh, there's a lot going on in this one. I I love this little short synopsis here. (laughs) Residents of a high-rise are trapped inside with demons on a Saturday night. Sounds like a Jay Giles band lyric to me. I don't know. It kind of works, right? I expect to hear some hand claps or something. Uh, Yeah, again, directed by Lamberto Bava, uh, which I've covered several of his films recently, uh, like a lot of his work. Uh, Produced by Dario Argento, no surprise there. And... uh, yeah, there's, there's quite a bit to talk about this one. Let's look at our cast real quick and see if there's anything that stands out. Well, you do have a very, very young Aja Argento in this. Very, very young. Ten, maybe. Something like that. Um, we've got uh, Coralina Cataldi-Tassani that's in this, uh, playing Sally, which... Uh, Got to meet her a few years back, and she was like, it didn't even look like the same person. Super nice. Uh, but we, you have to talk about Bobby Rhodes, right? He knocked it out of the park in the original. He plays Hank in this one. But uh, you, you can't go wrong with Bobby Rhodes, you know? That's just that's just what makes it work. A uh, bunch of other people in this you've seen here and there and a few other things. Nothing really to write home about. Let's talk about the movie. Sally's having a birthday party. Everybody's dancing to, I don't know, The Cure and The Cult and all your mid-80s uh, eclectic bands of the time. And uh, something starts going on. Somebody's uh, watching a TV program, and it's showing kind of what happened in the theater. They showed a movie, right, in the, in the original and whatever started happening in the movie started happening in the theater. And that's the beauty of it. Well, this one here all starts because of what's being shown on the TV, which is kind of the same type of story. Nostradamus' grave, all that stuff. And they show one of the demons on the TV. And uh, 
the person is watching it, and they're getting really sucked into watching this movie. And the demon like stops on the screen and and looks like through the screen at her and presses his head against the screen, stretching it out very uh, um, what's the word? Video ish right? Nightmare on M Street, right? When when uh, the the ceiling. You know, you can see the impressions of Freddy's face and stuff through the ceiling and all that stuff. Kind of, it's the same effect, right? It's just latex. But uh, when she kind of backs up, freaked out from the TV, the demon is actually there. And uh, that kind of gets everything rolling. So, yeah, you've got this whole high-rise of people living in their apartments and stuff. And you get to meet several different, you know, couples, um uh, Bobby Rose again lives there. Uh, he's in the, the this athletic group, weightlifting group, <laughs> and uh, it's just great. I mean, uh, you start seeing a lot of people transforming. Sally's having her party. Uh, Sally changes and starts attacking everybody at the party. The effects hold up just as well in the original. Um, Still like the original more, but that's, you know, that's what kind of happens, right? Hardly ever do you see a sequel that's better than the original. But this one still has some really good high points. Now, what it does have that kind of hurts it is uh, you do get a, a Muppet demon. It's almost like a almost like a ghoulie. I might as well go ahead and say it. And it's very annoying, very loud. Chases a pregnant woman around in her, in her apartment while her husband is away. And, uh pretty crazy stuff you know it, I, I don't feel like they were aiming at a children's you know group with this I don't know they just threw it in there uh, you do have a, a dog a border collie that changes into a demon dog kind of thing you have the, a little boy that becomes a demon and that's kind of what becomes this little Muppet demon that's flying around everywhere so it does have its problems, right, as far as holding up with those kind of things. But the overall effects, like Sally's transformation, uh, there's several scenes in this that are really good. You end up with this awesome fight down in the basement, right, because everything's going crazy in this place. Uh, the demon's blood is acidic, so it's very much like the uh, Xenomorph's blood in the Aliens movies and it's dripping down and it's even eating through the, the steel rafters and, you know, eye beams and stuff that's supporting this building. But uh, the awesome fight at the end, you've got everybody down in the, I guess in the car lot and it's demons fighting all these bodyguards and just people that live there. A lot of people flying over cars, demons running around, ripping people's faces off, you know, good clean family fun um Sally becomes a force to be reckoned with which is kind of what makes this interesting because you know obviously she's her friends are trying to cheer her up and she's just kind of a kind of a Debbie Downer right if you know what that means and uh you know like I said things kind of go crazy at the party and uh she has a pretty awesome transformation that holds up really well um but the thing that always got me it really comes down to I remember I brought up the pregnant lady earlier with her and her husband 
Um, they fight to survive. And, uh, they got this big scene where Sally is specifically chasing them down. And it leads to the TV studio. Uh, there's a scene where Sally comes crawling down the, uh, the side of the building face first. The other one's either, they're, they're repelling down, you know, he's got the rope, he's got her on there and he's telling her what she needs to do so they can get down quickly. And then here comes Sally <laughs> flying down head first. It still amazes me when I see it. It's probably more in my mind of what makes it cool than what you actually see because you don't really see a whole lot. But just the concept of this thing's coming after you and it's coming head first, which it's human, right? It's, I mean, even though it's a demon, it's, it's still got uh, human features, you know, abilities. And uh, I've just always loved her just, just climbing down this wall so quickly. And then she gets a, a pipe to the midsection, right? He tries to put a hole through with this, you know, metal pipe. And uh, it leads to this TV studio that they go in. And uh, Sally's now blinded. What happens there? What makes her blind? Hmm, I kind of forgot that part. But uh, she's stumbling around in there trying to find the woman. And they turn on all the, the TVs and everything. And like I said, it's a big studio, and she's stumbling around, but they turn up the sound and stuff that kind of confuses her even more, and obviously brings it to, you know, a finale where they kill Sally. But the thing that's always stood out to me, and I remember seeing this as a kid, freaked me out, and, and I, even to this day, I, I really don't know why. It still kind of freaks me out. I guess because she's laying there dead, and you see her laying there, and she's dead. But you see her running towards the TV screens. Like all the TVs start coming back on, and it's her, and she's running towards the screen like she's going to bust out of it and and keep coming, right? I've always there's there's just something about that that's amazing. Is it that scary? I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things that I always kind of reflect on. It's an image that's always stayed in my head. I guess because it's blurring that, you know, blurring that reality with, you know, well, we saw a demon earlier that was on the TV and popped up right there on the spot, right? So the chances of her doing it again, even though she's laying there dead, we are talking about demons. I guess they can do whatever they want to do. But there's always been something to me, I don't want to say magical, uh, but it's always mystifying to me that this happens in such a, a manner that it does. And to this day, it's one of those images that's just burned in my head. It, it, it has stuck with me longer than anything from most horror movies. Even the first Demons, as, as great as it is, and I can sit here and recollect all the effects and stuff, there's something about Sally running on that TV screen that, to me, was just horrifying. It's it's funny how things stick with people, because it may affect some people and not affect the other, right? 
Some of you may think, well, it didn't bother me at all. Well, and that's the beauty of being a horror fan, right? It's like we always have these conversations of what is horror and what's not horror, right? What is scary to one person is not scary to another. So when people say this is the scariest movie ever made, well, if you're not scared of that thing, then obviously it's not, right? Um, the whole argument of, you know, Jaws being a horror movie, well, it kept people from wanting to go swimming. That means they're scared of it. That's a horror flick, folks. I, it's just that simple. Uh, I grew up scared of sharks, and it's because of Jaws. So, just like I'm scared of crazy people with machetes, I'm scared of sharks. Even though it comes from, you know, fantasy land and movies. Uh, so, this one is more about imagery that stands out, right? Uh, it's kind of like I always bring up the, uh, the the boy outside the window in Salem's Lot. Same kind of deal, right? Because it's one of those images that just instantly kind of makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck. Even though I've watched it, studied it, obviously it's just re- reverse motion, right? To, to give it that eerie thing. But there's just something about it. Something about the, the you know, how mystical it is. And it's the same thing with this. It's, it's the lightning in the bottle that makes it work. And that's what this moment is for me. So as, as a whole, I mean, this is not one I revisit a lot. But it's definitely got its high points. It's a great sequel. But, you know, the first one is such an original idea. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say this is pretty original too, but it's in, in, the, in the high rise and all this stuff. We've seen a lot of movies kind of copy that since. Maybe they reference back to this. I don't know. But for the most part, this is still a demons movie. And that's kind of where I wanted to go with this more than anything else. You know, just a quick kind of overview of the movie. Yes, it's good. Yes, you need to see it. Um, there's no question that it's got its, its awesomeness in it, right? Great sequel. But what we're going to get into next is really confusing, Right? on the other side of this movie. So I kind of wanted to set this week up because of trying to get to Demons 3, right? Why, you ask? Well, one, it was a request and uh, a specific one. And I'm going to get into all that when we get past this episode and into those episodes. So be prepared for that. While you're being prepared for that, Check out Demons 2. It is a 4 out of 5 for me. I don't even have to think about it. I know it's a 4 out of 5. Uh, I didn't get to say it on the on the, the Demons episode, but obviously, Ben, it's in my top 10 favorite horror movies of all time. It's pretty obvious it's, it's a 6 out of 5, right? So, <laughs> you know, and this one I'm going to put it a 4, which is still very, very solid. Like I said, does have its issues. The, the little Muppet thing kind of drives me crazy. Other than that, this movie is solid. It's not as outrageous as the first one. I think that kind of holds it back a little bit. But that's just me. All right, folks. That's it for this one. Hope you enjoyed Demons 2. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And we will see you on the flip side. Dr. Boobie!